Hello, good day. Welcome to today's Throne Life Summonet. Today we're talking about a Throne Life reality that is tagged God has already given us mercy or we have already received mercy from God. You know, when you listen to believers at times pray, we pray for God's mercies and there's nothing wrong with that. But there's a scripture in Exodus chapter 33 verse 19 where God was telling Moses and says, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. Essentially, this uh, scripture in Exodus chapter 33 verse 19 is talking about the prerogatives of God. God has a prerogative on what he chooses to do or what he chooses not to do. And that prerogative that God has is the same prerogative that made him to um, bring those of us who were sinners um, into his kingdom after we've given our life to Jesus. It is God's prerogative that made God to create an avenue for salvation for those of us who were living in rebellion against him. Now, for someone who is living in the throne life, so for someone who has given their life to Jesus, for someone, for someone who has been translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of God's dear son, um, there is something that you must bear in mind in the new covenant. In 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 10, the Bible says that we were, at one point we do not have mercy from God, but now we have received mercy or we have obtained mercy. So, under the new covenant, which is a throne life reality, it is wrong for you to be asking for mercy. It is best for you to be saying, Father, I have received your mercy, therefore I walk in your mercy. Alright, so the God the Father has already freely given us all things in Romans chapter 8, verse 32. Romans 8, 32, the Bible says that God has freely given us all things. If I read Romans 8, 32, using the the passion translation hear what it says it says for god has proved his love by giving us his greatest treasure the gift of his son and since god freely offered him up as the sacrifice for us all he certainly won't withhold from us anything else he has to give so whether it is mercy or kindness god has already made all of these things available to us because we give our life to Jesus. So in Christ Jesus, everything we need for life and godliness, God has already made available. So what is our responsibility? In Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16, the Bible says that we should come boldly to the throne of our gracious God so that we can receive the mercy and we can find grace to help where we need it most. Now, if you read that scripture, Hebrews 4, 16, when it's saying you should receive mercy, another translation says you should obtain mercy. It's not talking of you coming to bang on God's doors and be begging for it. Here he's saying because you are now a new new creation, because now you are born again, because God has already had mercy on you, as we read in 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 10, what your responsibility is on the premise of that is to come boldly, come with confidence into that throne room and lay hold on the mercies that are already available to you. You know, in the Old Testament, they used to have the Ark of the Covenant 
and on the, on the ark of the covenant is the mercy seat there's a mercy seat on in, in the ark of the covenant that is where the uh the priest will put in the blood once a year for the atonement but guess what when christ died the book of hebrews tells us that he took this his own blood into the heavenly sanctuary now we do not have the mercy uh, the seat of judgment we have the the mercy seat that has been sprinkled with the blood that is pure and perfect that is what should give you confidence to be fearless in approaching the throne room and lay hold on the mercies that god has given you Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16 in the Amplified Version reads this way. It says, Let us then fearlessly and confidently and boldly draw near to the throne room of grace, the throne of God's unmerited favor. So to us sinners, that we may receive mercy for our failures and find grace to help in good time for every need. Which means this help comes appropriately, well-timed, coming just when we need it. Are you facing a challenge right now? Are there things going on in your life that you think, Oh God, I need your mercy. I'm saying change the prayer to, Father, I thank you that you have already had mercy on me. Thank you that I am, I'm, 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 a, I'm a receiver of your mercy. Thank you that I'm, I'm, I'm an object of your mercy. Thank you that I'm an object of your favor. As you make this your pronouncement, as you make this your pronouncement, you're actually making this pronouncement in alignment with your new um, new covenant reality. As you make such pronouncement from your mouth, you are aligning your confirmation and your affirmation and your confession with what God has already designed and declared to be the truth in the realm of the spirit. And as you do this, guess what? You are really living in the throne room. You are really living the throne life, and then you are going to begin to experience, you know, um, some tremendous success in your life. You begin to have a consciousness of the Father. Mercies follow you. Goodness and mercies pursue you all the days of your life. All right. So that's what I've got for you today. Um, it's just a short summary, just to, to take away today. So the key takeaway today really is this: under the new covenant. Under the new covenant, we are entreated to come boldly to the throne room of God's grace to receive mercy. Mercy is freely offered to all of us who we come. We are sons and daughters of God, and we have already received His mercies. Our true life reality today, therefore, is this. Because of the perfect sacrifice of Jesus Christ at Calvary's hill, God's mercies are always available towards me. So today, I go out and I receive it and lay hold on that which has been provided for me by the blessings and the preciousness of Jesus Christ. God bless you. Have a good one.